ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, TerraMaster, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. GPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV damper with better control and handling with an upgraded vane and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talk Sandy. Michelle Jenkins, thank you so much for coming on ATV Talk. And you are the 2007 WPSA Women's Champion, correct? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, in the BC class. Yes, it was in the BC class and uh, they had an A and then a BC. And actually, I had so many points that I moved up to A class the very last round and actually had um, the fastest lap time. I didn't win, but I had the fastest lap time. So it was pretty cool. That's awesome. So how many years have you been racing the GNC Nationals? Wow. I I don't remember my first year, but um, I raced like one or two one year, uh, maybe like in 05. And then I raced the whole series of WPSA in 07. And then I hit or miss a bunch in 08. And uh, there was a short time where I took a bunch of years off and I, I just went and had fun. I went to Breezewood Proving Grounds. Um, I had a membership there. So I went up there a lot for years and years and years and just had fun. And uh, I got an offer to race the series in 2016 on a race team. And uh, every year I've gotten an offer. So I went with it. And what's your, what's your plans for the 2021 series? To race the WMX and to race the women's, I think it's a women's open class. I don't know if it's open or it's uh it's, if it's a women's production, but I think it's uh open to 16 and older before it was plus 25. Now it's open 16 and over. Okay. So you'll race twice during the weekend. Yes, uh, they'll actually race the WMX twice, the two motos on Saturday, and then I'll race the one women's class on Saturday, and I'll race the other women's class on Sunday. So I'll have three motos on Saturday and one on Sunday. Oh, you're going to be tired. Nah, I love it. The more motos, the better. <laughs> so how did you get into racing quads? 
my husband, um, he was with street bikes when we met and he wanted me to, I wanted to actually get a street bike and him and his friends pretty much, you know, he was like, no way, go get a four wheeler, go play in the dirt. And I got a four wheeler, started on a 400 DX and I learned how to do wheelies and was trail riding. And then, uh, I had a friend, I was actually a police officer and I had a friend that, um, one of the football players, he rate he squads and nationals and we got to talking and he's like, you got to come to dirt world. So I went to dirt world one day and it blew my mind. I never, I didn't even know anything about motocross. I was 30 years old and never even heard of motocross. And, uh, I was hooked ever since that day. So we just, uh, we quit trail riding and started doing motocross and we knew nothing. We knew nobody. We knew nothing. We started, um, you know, we learned everything on our own pretty much. Wow. Was uh, your husband involved in your, your motocross career at all? Yeah, he races also. Oh, so yes. did he get involved with prepping your bikes or getting you on the teams or anything like that? Uh, he, he builds my bikes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's backtrack here for a minute. You were a police officer. Yes. And I, I quit to ride more because it was like every weekend, every holiday and, and everybody's out having fun. And, you know, I missed out on so much in life that, you know, after eight years, I was ready to live each day, you know, not knowing what I was going to do. Wow. You were a police yeah. officer for eight years. And where, where was that? Uh, Brookfield and Major area. It's right on the PA line by uh, Sharon PA. Nice. Nice. So is it more rural where you live? Uh, yeah. I'm right outside the city. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. are you a Steeler fan? I'm not a football fan at all. <laughs> oh man. Come on. My, my whole, my whole family is Steelers. It's ridiculous. My mom, her whole basement is done in Steelers and like everybody loves football except me. I don't know the sport. I never got into it. I played basketball and, um, never even paid attention to football. So yeah, it's, I, I send my mom football jokes all the time. It's hilarious. It's so much fun. Well, I'm born in San Diego and I'm a Steeler fan. Wow. That's interesting. Well, back when I was watching football or back when I became a fan, I was a kid and the Steelers were winning the Super Bowls and, you know, Terry Bradshaw was quarterback. So I, I know, <laughs> I'm, I know I'm archaic, but that that's just, that's the team you like. Now, a lot of kids now like the Patriots because, you know, the Patriots were winning for so long. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even watch the Super Bowl just because it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, Most football, non-football fans will watch, watch, uh, will watch uh, the Super Bowl for the commercials and the, the halftime. I don't even bother with it. <laughs> I'd rather be riding or I watching watch racing in three years. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe wow. even more. I'm always busy. And as you well know, 
most Super Bowl seasons or most Super Bowls are held on a race weekend of some at some point. So you're, right. you're at a race most of the time. The last yeah. Super Bowl. No, the sixth, the fifth Super Bowl, the Steelers won. We were at a national at Glen Helen during the Super Bowl. Wow. I've always wanted to ride there. Looks really cool. Uh, since it's basically what you would call my home track, I don't necessarily think it's all that cool. I've never had, yeah. I've never had overwhelming success at Glen Helen. It's not been, uh, really? well, yeah, it's just not been one of the, my favorite places to go. And we've won yeah. some races there and we've had some success, but uh, it's always hard on us. Yeah. I've never been out West that far. That'd be kind of neat. You missed those races or you missed that era when they traveled out here? No, I'm glad I didn't have to travel that far. I wouldn't have had the money to go out to California. <laughs> oh, well, you always buddy up, you know, you get four or five of your friends and all. Yeah. It out. Back then I didn't know anybody though. And I wasn't really, um, really prepared or rode well enough to really make that kind of a trip. The race, uh, you know, my quad wasn't, we were, you know, I was still learning and, uh, it, you know, I picked up pretty quick. Once I started, I started racing the CRA, which was local. They had a women's class. And then, uh, uh, B12 was a series that started up and they didn't have a women's class. So I started racing with the guys and that's when I started to pick it up and start going faster and jumping more. And, um, then that series went down and that's when I think I started, uh, tried to national and it was, it was hard. It was tough. I was really so nervous. And you know, to this day, you would not believe it. I still get nervous at the, the gate and before my race, I will, I'll be in my camper and I'll just be like so nervous and I'll be on the gate nervous. I, I think I hold my breath for the whole first lap. <laughs> Wow. So how did you, uh, you were already racing the class when Andrea came in. Yes. And I, yeah. And now you have Shaw to compete with as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, there's always somebody fast. You three are the dominant ones. Yeah, I would say. And where do you stack up against those two? Um, we all have different styles. Uh, it's crazy because Andrea is like a mix of me and Shaw. Um, I like to jump big. I may not be fast in the stand like Andrea, like Andrea is fast in the stand. I'm fast on hard pack. Andrea is a, is a beast. She's, um, she's fast on the ground and she's starting to jump bigger. Shaw is just fast on the ground, no matter what. Um, she's just on the gas. And I actually, I like the jump, but they are, are, they are starting to step up and jump a little, um, a little bit more than what they used to, for sure. Does that make it more challenging for you? Because definitely sure. gave you a, a, a clear cut advantage. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, maybe I could pass right here. Maybe if I can keep up, you know, make a pass right here. And then, you know, everybody watches each other, I think, in practice to see what everybody's doing. And then, you know, if one person's doing something. I'm like, oh, man, I got to 
you know, step up and do that jump, you know, and, and, you know, they, you know, people do that. And a lot of, you know, even like, um, the 30 B class, my one buddy would always watch me and do, if I jumped it, that other guys, Brian and that were going to jump it. So they watched me because they knew if I jumped it, he was jump, he was going to jump it. So it was, it was, it was pretty fun. I had some really good people to track and we have a lot of fun with it too. That's awesome. So what made you become a police officer? Um, that was the time when uh, bad boys was popular. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, that, that, that show bad boys. And it just looked like something I was like, interested in wanted to do and i i went to school for it and i mean i really i mean i aced the class i you know got all kinds of certificates and uh i never missed a class i got award for perfect attendance and uh um got a job and they sent me all over for classes and uh and um did all kinds of things it was great i mean i miss it there's days. Yeah, I miss it. And I actually just talked to the one girl. She's a, she was a police officer when I was, and, and we had, we hung out like even outside of work and went to concerts and, um, we're great friends. We still are to this day. And you got into it because you liked a TV show. Yes. <laughs> so what was the work yeah. like? It was tough. Um, it was a 25, 25- square mile area so you had a large area to cover and sometimes you were the only one out there you had different shifts like seven to three and uh then three to eleven and eleven to seven you know so sometimes you know if you didn't have that 12 to 8 shift you were out there on your own and uh it it was uh you had like um the west side of it was really rich area and the east side was a rougher area so you know you're you're running nonstop. You know, there's days I didn't eat and, um, you know, you run into a lot of things that, uh, you know, it kind of made you, uh, where I would say I was more of a sensitive person became, you know, like a colder, cold hearted person. Cause you didn't, you stop, you stopped feeling things, you know, because you've seen so much, it didn't even phase you after a while, but you cared, but you didn't know how to show it, but we had a, a pastor that would come from the church and talk to families and, you know, dealt with families and, and, uh, crisis situations. So how far did you take that? Were you always in patrol or did you get close to becoming yeah. detective or? No, nah, I stayed patrol eight years. Yeah. No, didn't have any desire to move up. I, uh, I did a little bit of work with, um, the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I did a little bit here and there. You can't elaborate. Probably not. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was, I was hoping I was going to get a cool story out of you. you know? yeah, maybe off, off the record. <laughs> well, it doesn't make the show as good if it's off the record. Yeah. Yeah, that was I was a lot younger. How did the how do you think the experience being a police officer helped you in your racing? Um just being a strong 
person, um, fearless in that way, mentally. Yeah, no. Uh, d- does it help you with your physical fitness at all? Yeah, because uh, once I became a cop, I actually joined a gym. So uh, I worked out and I became uh, um, a friendly force instructor and a phase four instructor. Uh, and, um, you know, I've been working out ever since. What do you do for conditioning? I know it's wintertime there, so you're a little, yeah. you're a little tied in. But what do you do in the wintertime to stay in shape? I go to the gym. Uh, I, you know, I walk. I do. Uh, they just got a rowing, which rowing machine, which I'm really excited about. Um, and you know, strength training stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, once, uh, once a week, I go to the Rays bike park. It's a. I ride my BMX bike. It's a huge uh, bike park for uh, mountain bikes and uh, BMX bikes. They have everything. It's two stories. They have trails, foam pit jumps, uh, pump rooms, uh, you name it. It's amazing. I went there yesterday actually for like What's a six pump? hours. It's uh, got a bunch of rollers and you just, you can, you, you could go around the whole entire room just using your arms pumping, uh, up on, on the jumps. They're like rollers. Yeah. Very physical. I mean, you do two laps and you're, you're out of breath. It's a crazy, it's, it's great conditioning, but. You get to do something in the wintertime then at least. Yeah. Yes. So when when will be the first time you race? Texas. And uh, I think it's, I believe it's the second week of April. So you're getting excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Uh get excited when I get the ride period. I'd like to do some training before, but, um, I'm looking here to ride soon. I'm just looking at the weather. We, when we spoke in the chat with the other gals, your age came up. Um, <laughs> how do you think that affects you compared to some of the younger gals? Uh, I really don't think it does. Um, uh, mentally, I think I'm more, um, how do I want to say this? Um, smart, maybe I, I look at different things differently. Uh, I, I watch other people. I listen to their motors. I watch how the jump throws them. Um, and I, I take my time, I would say, and I wait, you know, whereas, you know, another kid might be fearless and just go for it and get hurt. I try and do, um, ride smart and try and I try and be smooth, but that don't always happen. But, um, I think I'm more, I probably have a little bit of more experience, but my age also in a bad way is, you know, I come with more injuries, but, um, the injuries are starting to pile up but I'm actually probably in better shape than, you know, stronger than a lot of the girls. And you were talking about your injury injuries before when we first started the the conversation. Um, How many of those come from the race in the quad versus your other external activities? 
you know, the, the quad, you know, there's been a lot of concussions. There's been like two dislocated shoulders, um, broken scapula, collapsed lung, uh, broken ribs all the time. Um, uh, dislocated my knee, but, um, sprained ankles and knees all the time. But the bike park, I had, you know, one good one, which, you know, I broke four bones in my face, dislocated my jaw, which pops out all the time and, uh, broke all my ribs and shattered my spleen and completely and damaged half my pancreas. So I don't have a, I, um, oh, and you know, I, I, uh, I had to like Google what I could live with and what I could live without because I have no tubes, no gallbladder, no spleen and half a pancreas. <laughs> what do the doctors say to you? They say, uh, isn't it time to give it up? I look at them and laugh. I says, nah, I says, that's what I got you guys for to fix, fix me. I got, uh, you know, my one, um, I worked in the oil field for 11 years too. And, uh, my one uh, orthopedic surgeon, uh, I worked on his well. And so I have his personal number and he just laughs. He's like, when are you going to give it up? And I was like, no, nope. I said, that's what I got you for to fix me down the road when I'm done. Wow. So what was it like working in the oil fields? It was great. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was hard. Um, because your, you, your responsibilities are, you know, uh, there's a lot of responsibilities with it. You know, I had like 86 wells, 96 or something. And, you know, the responsibilities, you know, you can, you know, overflow a tank or, you know, uh, blow a pipeline out or, you know, it's just so many um, uh, dangerous things you're working around. And that was, you did that after you were a police officer? Yeah, because I needed the medical. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. The oil field had great medical. Did you, you didn't get hurt when you were a police officer this much, did you? Oh, never, never. <laughs> no. And I do, I do stuff all the time. Like I swear I cannot walk on my own two feet. Like you put me on the quarter fine. I fell the other day. Um, walking through the room i hit the dresser and went flying on my face and then on the driveway i fell pop dislocated my shoulder um i just i fall the one time i fell and my arm went through a window panel and i i cut my arm open all the way to the bone they had to stitch the muscle back together and then stitch the arm back together it took 40 stitches i mean i'm just a klutz i run into things and all the time all the time. <laughs> I'm sure you keep the family on their toes, don't you? Well, the 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 nurses and yeah, they uh they actually I was in the hospital so many times that they actually thought it was domestic violence because I kept telling them I fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So so your husband wasn't real happy with that, was he? No, not when they sent papers here. Yeah. Oh, so that made him even more happy, I'm sure. Yeah. It was something I had to explain. Yeah. So I started telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and, I crashed on my bicycle. I crashed on yeah. my TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They actually know me now pretty good at the one hospital. Yeah. Cause the one doctor, he, uh, 
he had to put my chest tube in. He had to put my shoulder in place. And he just, he just looks at me and shakes his head. Yeah. And how are you doing now? Great. Yeah. Um, you know, my shoulder's a little sore for falling in the driveway the other day, but, um, other than that, I'm doing great. <laughs> other than that, I'm doing great. <laughs> Fell in the yeah. Driveway, I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it was really icy that day. Did you get your machine all put back together? Um, yeah, they're almost. Yeah. Are you going to have a practice bike this year or just a, just a race bike? I'm going to have a practice bike and a race bike. Yeah. I'm going to run, uh, I just the Suzuki for my practice. And then I'm going to run a hybrid for my race. This will be my first year on a hybrid. What do you, have you, have you even got to ride it yet? I like it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not too far off from the Suzuki actually. It's just a little bit lighter, which I like it because it handles better in turns, but it's just a little, I'm not used to the way it flies in the air, but I do like it better in turns. Nice. So I'll just have to, I'll just have to use my body or the brake, you know, to maneuver in the air. Do you think they should open the, the pro class up to hybrids? Ooh, no. You don't think the, it would widen? The, the, Go ahead. The men's pro class, men's pro class. No, because they have a pro-am class. I think that you're allowed to run hybrids. How many riders ride in that? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure it's pretty full. Have you thought to ride with those, with that group? The pro-am guys? Yeah. <laughs> no. Why not? No, I, um, I want to, I thought about trying to be class, but they, I thought they were going to get rid of the women's class, but I thought about just sticking with that. I run with the guys locally cause they don't have a women's class. I run uh, the B class here. Well, when you up your game, you know, you, you got to get to yeah. the group. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun to get up in the A and run with those guys. I, would, I wish. So when you started riding with Shaw, did you take her under your wing to help her out and, and show her the pointers or? Oh, she didn't need help. <laughs> yeah. She has her own track in her backyard. I I've actually rode her track before, before she owned it. Jeremiah Jones. That was Jeremiah Jones track. Okay. And, um, they bought the house right in front of the track and I've actually rode there before. Um, I'm sure it's completely different now. But yeah, she didn't need any help. She uh she's just fast, wicked fast on the ground. Yeah, she those doesn't like it, to jump that much. What? She just doesn't like to jump that much. No, but she's she's getting there. She's uh this year she actually stepped it up in 2020. She stepped it up and like I said Andrea started stepping up um and uh and it's it's getting a little tougher and uh we were pushing each other for sure. So how close were you this year to, to winning that elusive title? Um, this year, not, not very good. I tied third. I had a lot of, um, uh, I kept stalling on the gate. I kept having issues on the gate uh, where I had to come from dead last 
And then the one time I was in first place, uh, me and Shaw came in the turn when we were talking. Remember, we were talking and we came in the turn and neither of us put on our brakes. Well, I didn't, but I thought she was going to put on her brakes. We tangled a little bit and then uh, my plastic fell off right at the finish. So I lost that first place. And then it just, um, that really hurt me going from first to last. And uh, um, I wrecked the last round, which was, you know, totally my mistake. So, but yeah, that's, I just had a, I had a tough year for sure. Uh, a lot of mistakes, a lot of, uh, you know, not thinking right. And uh, that's one thing I got to work on is getting my head straight this year and focus on the tracks and my riding and instead of being worried about everything else. Exactly. How did the COVID affect you um, for 2020? Um, I'm, I wasn't really worried about it at all. Yeah. I don't have a spleen. I don't have an immune system, but, um, you know, like I got sick last year, year before, and I was in the hospital for like five, six days cause I had a cold and, uh, you know, so I don't have no immune system, but it just, um, I, tr- I just tried to be careful with hand sanitizer and, uh, you know, and try and stay away from anybody sick or stuff like that. So it didn't so, affect your life a whole lot? No. No, because I was working by myself and, um, and, you know, that was pretty much it. So I don't really have any friends around here. <laughs> I don't go nowhere or do anything around here. So. Okay. The, uh, the harsh winter there though, shut everything down pretty much. Didn't it? No, not here. You, you, no. you, you guys are tough and, and cold weather doesn't bother you. We're used to it. No, no, <laughs> not me at all. <laughs> I wouldn't. Like I, said, I worked out. I worked out in the oil field for 11 years outside. So. I, you just dress for the weather. That's it's simple, you know, and I had a four wheel drive truck, so that made it easy. So you just, if you dress for the weather, then, um, it's tolerable. <laughs> it's tolerable. Yeah. I want to live where it's tolerable. Yeah. No, I'd rather be South. Trust me. Have you ever thought of moving for racing into a different location? Oh Yeah. Yeah, where I can ride all year. Yeah, it'd be it'd be much better life. But um yeah. I like palm trees and and sunshine and anywhere I guess where it's warmer would be nice. Well, Florida, Georgia, well, it rains it rains in both of those places, but Yeah. Or a little out west, you know, wouldn't be bad like Southwest, you know, I like, uh, I really liked, um, Alabama was really cool. I really liked that track down there. How far away from your house is that though? I mean, you, how how would you, how would your travel be affected for the nationals if you moved there? I don't know. Oh, I don't have no plans to move in Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) I just like the track. I wanted to buy the track. If I could buy that track, that monster mountain, I'd move there for sure. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd have to because your track would be there. Yeah. Yeah, once my quad, I mean, I'd probably try and ride here 
in a week or two somewhere. Maybe like, uh, maybe uh, I have friends going to North Carolina, right? You're you're tough because I I just couldn't I just couldn't see myself living in in conditions like that. It just it's too hard. Oh, it's been you know all my life. So yeah, yeah. What do you see in the future? Hopefully, see me win the WMX someday. Open before I turn fifty. <laughs> and that's a couple years down the road. Yeah. That's that's yeah. quite a feat because you're racing you're racing young ladies that are are technically Six, old enough 16. To yeah, 16 and I think uh Andrew's got to be about 26 now I think. She'll be 26 I think now this year turning 27 maybe towards the end of the summer. Yeah. So, yeah, the age difference is pretty uh pretty far and Andrew's pretty tough I mean she works out and she's in good shape and uh so it's it's uh and she hasn't had like I don't think any of the girls have the injuries like I've had man you should take care of yourself a little better yeah <laughs> I, I'm I'm I, I'm fearless and you know everybody's like well how do you get back up and do it again, like my bicycle accident, you know, a couple of my bicycle accidents. I said, how do you get up and go and do it again? I say, oh, you're knocked out. You don't remember it. You don't realize, you know, you don't remember it. So how are you going to get scared about something you don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> the pain? Yeah. No, you know what? Pain does not bother me at all. It does wow. not. I, I'm a freak of nature or something because like when I had all that that scar from here all the way down I mean I didn't even they they gave me something for pain in there and then when I got home I didn't take nothing my broken arm I think I took a pain pill one day and that was it like I, I want to feel the pain so I don't overdo you know overdo it so that. because you're not yeah. a very good patient what you're not a very good patient no, I don't listen. Wow. Yeah. What do you think about the growth of the industry? Do you think that it's going to grow much or it is growing? No, not if they, uh, if, not if they promote, if they don't promote it more. And that's one of the biggest problems you see is lack of promotion. Lack of promotion. And, uh, you know, a lot of companies are backing out because it's, you know, you get the pro class was finally this year was kind of a decent size, but it got to where there was like barely a pro class. I mean, it just seemed like, you know, there were so many open gates, you know, because nobody had the money to support themselves to, to, to build a machine and keep a machine running in that caliber, you know, to be in the pro class. And, uh, a lot of companies aren't, aren't, you know, helping out and, you know, you know, putting out, you know, the best people that are, that are helping is, you know, like Maxis and SSI. And, um, I'm fortunate, you know, that I get a lot of help from, you know, HMF and, you know, some of the great sponsors and, you know, uh, Rage and Henson and some of those ones that are always, you've been there. Um, 
But, um, you know, a lot of people don't even in the factory teams, there's no factory teams really anymore. Like there wasn't, if you remember the WPSA, you remember Can-Am, you remember Kawasaki, Suzuki. I mean, back when Doug Gus was there and Wimmer and, you know, there was all kinds of factory team riders and you don't see none of that, nothing like that anymore. Yeah. The only factory that has any involvement anymore is, is Yamaha. Oh yeah. Everybody's going Yamaha. Everybody. It's crazy. The, I don't know if they're paying a lot of contingency or if it's just, you know, because it's, if they can get parts easier or what it is, but, um, I'd like to try one you and see what it's about. Yet? No. How do you think your hybrid matches up to Andrea's, uh, production bike? I don't know because I never rode a uh, Yamaha. So I, I don't even, I wouldn't even know how to compare it. What'd you ride last year? My Suzuki. So what did you think your Suzuki compared to the, to the Yamaha? I mean, they all have the power. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we have all different styles. You know, she grew up in sand. And she's, you know, she's great in sand where you put me in Unadilla and I loved hard pad tracks, you know, because that's what I, I have around here. So, um, you know, we all got great bikes. It's just, you know, the track style, what you like. And I ride better if I have confidence in myself and the track. Right. So do you know anybody with a Yamaha? Yeah, actually, if I go down to North Carolina, I think the, the son has a Yamaha. I'd be like, hey, you want to ride my Suzuki? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's a point where it's Suzuki parts are, are either hard to find or they're really, really expensive. And if you break down the track, you better have spare parts because nobody else does. Right. I was fortunate last year, my buddy, Justin, um, he had two quads plus, you know, enough parts to build another quad. He saved my butt a couple times. Do you, do you run factory Suzuki spindles on, on everything or do you go to aftermarket? Yeah. Yeah. I got, um, the, the Suzuki spindles. Yeah. That I, break all the time <laughs> <laughs> have you have you just thought to go into the aftermarket version no i don't know why yeah i break anything trust me it's ridiculous i have had people my shot guy you know uh i i go to uh sf racing stuff like and he's like i've never seen anybody do this to a shock never in my whole career of like i think it's like 26 years break something like this you know it's crazy <laughs> that's unbelievable yeah well i want to hear what what you think of the yamaha when you get on it compared to your hybrid I'm yeah wondering. i would i would def i can't wait i mean i would like to ride somebody's and uh see what it's about because you know that might be my way to go next year you know well as far as parts purchase wise yeah. Other than changing the A arms and the shocks, um, you know, you can 
there's still things that you you're going to upgrade to make it a better machine, but at least you can buy it right off the showroom floor. And it's fuel injected. See, I, after the 400 EX, I got a Cannondale from Cannondale to Suzuki, you know, to this Honda motor, they're all fuel injected. So, you know, I, I, I'm a fan of the fuel injected. So, um, now that the Yamaha is making fuel injected bikes, you know, I, w- I wouldn't mind trying one. Well, they've been making fuel injected bikes for a few years now. <laughs> uh, on quads, really? Since so nine. Oh, wow. That's how much I, I didn't even, I've never thought of riding a Yamaha. Like matter of fact, all my Yamaha friends, I send them Yamaha jokes all the time, <laughs> you know? So so that's how I felt about Yamaha, you know, until this year. So you're a Suzuki gal mostly? Yeah. Well, I loved my Cannondale. My Cannondale was absolutely the best quad I've ever had. Um, but, you know, I kept, uh, um, nobody ever had parts, you know? It seems like every quad I get on, they go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get on a Yamaha anytime soon. I know, right? Oh wow. So any special any special tips for the young girls coming up? Ride smart. Don't don't uh you know when if you're gonna go for a jump, either go for it, don't hesitate. Um uh watch your lines, um pick the better lines, watch other riders. Because I, I made a mistake in uh, Sunset Ridge. Um, I, I was just, I was flying. I was doing so good. And I kept taking the same line, the same line, the outside through the rollers. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to race here soon. So I was like, I'll take the inside line. Well, it was dirt bikes and quads. Well, in the inside, there was a dirt bike rut. So I was flying through them like I was doing on the outside. I hit that rut didn't even know it was there because I never watched anybody go through it. And, uh, that's when I dislocated my shoulder and broke my scapula in six pieces. So, um, you know, watch other riders, watch the lines, take inside lines, take outside lines. Um, if something's throwing you crooked, try it a different spot. Um, you know, and talk to riders, ask them what, what do you think about that jump? How, you know, when you jumped it, what gear were you in? What did it feel like? Or did it throw you funny? Or, you know, talk to people, do some research, you know, so you don't get hurt. If if I had a daughter and I wanted to get started racing, what would be the advice that you would give? Um, where, where would we go and what kind of machine would we ride? I don't think you want me to give your daughter to my advice. My daughter is um, no, no, years would, old. Yeah. 26 years old. Oh, yeah. 23 years old. So. Oh, wow. Um, I would suggest, you know, um, a good setup. Suspension definitely is more important, I think, than the motor. Um, good suspension, good helmet, and um, definitely, uh, you know, I, I personally like to, when I jump, follow somebody. You know, gauge your speed, um, and I would say, you know, watch the lines, and um, you know, start start at your pace and work your way up. Don't try and go and just go out there and do everything on your first lap, or um, you know, you got time and and just have patience. 
Yeah. That's good. That's good advice. Ride smart, ride smart, ride smooth. You know, don't hesitate. You know, you don't want to come up short. Right. So we, we, we've had this little joke that you've told me twice now Uh oh. <laughs> about being the mayor at the races. I want you to tell everybody, what does that mean? And, and what are you trying to do for the sport to, for that, for the, for you to get the mayor nickname? Folks, um, the, they would send me all, we had like a little group, um, we ended up making friends and we got this little group going on and they send me to go get the race order. And it was like, I, I wouldn't make it back for like an hour because they said I was shaking hands, kissing babies, signing autographs and, and stuff like that. As I, I talked to everybody, Did you know, you and the, especially the little order? kids. <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't bring the race order back, but it was like pretty much like at the last second, I'm like, Oh, you're up right now. You know, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> but even like at the bike park now, I'm still the same way. I had a little kid sitting next to me, six years old, telling me is he's like my I don't know where his parents were, but he's like my helmet um, hurts my head, and I'm like, well, let me see your helmet, and he he's giving me his helmet. I'm looking at it, you know, and I'm, and then he's like, may I go to the bathroom? I'm like, uh, uh well, I, if your parents are okay with it, you know. <laughs> I have these little kids that are like six years that follow me around and it's, it's funny. And I talk to everybody, like I make friends and it, it was so funny because one year I was at a track and I was washing my quad and there was uh two guys, Josh and um, Donnie. And uh, they're both crazy and, and we became friends with them. And actually Josh ended up living here with us for, for a while. <laughs> you know, he just came and he came over and he never left. <laughs> wow, that's too funny. Yeah. So they say I always pick up the strays and meet people and, you know, signing autographs and, you know, stuff like that and shaking hands and talking. And, you know, I'm not shy at all. And, and uh, I don't know. I don't know where I get it from. <laughs> that's too funny yeah so i hope that you have an excellent uh 2021 i hope that you will accept my invitation to have you back later on in the year for an oh that'd be great you know yeah that'd be great i definitely want to know what you think of the con the production bike versus the the uh hybrid i want to i want I, I hope that you get that ride done or reach out to me as soon as you do so that we can schedule a talk so that yeah. we can talk about the differences between the two machines and yes. make sure that you keep up with us here at ATV talk on your season and how you're doing. And, um, because we always want to know you're part of the family now and, and we want to make sure that everything's going okay for you. And if there's anything that we can do for you, you just reach out and here we are. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm, I'm super pumped. I I'm, I'm ready to ride. I miss it really bad. And, uh, I said, that's the only thing bad about Ohio. You know, I love being here cause my mom's here, but it's just, uh, she wants, would like me to move cause she just wants me to be happy, you know, and be able to be somewhere where I can kind of ride all year. And, um, 
and do do more racing and riding and um and like i said i'm i, I don't have any plans of stopping well that's and i know i know they have a 50 plus class at the national so <laughs> that's good you know i mean I, I, I'm hoping to go for more instead of like 50 plus, I'd rather like go for like B or something like that. You know, um, I'm always looking to improve and, and get faster. And, uh, and, you know, I have goals that I still want to achieve, you know, well, stay healthy and train hard. Yes. Yes. I, I actually am a healthy, um, I'm a very healthy eater, picky eater. Um, I haven't had fried food since I was 25, you know, uh, I really, I don't drink and smoke or do anything like that, you know, so I, I, I'm a really healthy person and I, I keep, I try and make sure I'm active every day and well, that's I do cool. like, I do like to go to bed early. I know I'm keeping, <laughs> Any- every time I talk to you, uh, every time I talk to you, it's a problem because I'm keeping you up. It's so funny because I'll be I'll be at the track and my friends um, my friends from Virginia the Shimones are great people and their their daughter and son are awesome you you'll see them this year racing and uh, and uh, they always want me to stay up and hang out and I'll sneak up and I'll stay in their camper and I'll sneak in, up in the bed and sneak away <laughs> crash out early huh yeah oh before the even sun goes down I'll be in bed wow that's crazy well I. I I, I'm an early bird. I get up at like 5 a.m. every morning and I go to the gym, you know, so um, I'm usually up at like two and uh, I, I'm like really excited and ready to go to the gym at two o'clock, but they don't open until five. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you stay up a little later and and then you can sleep in and sleep until then. You might be the 50th person that suggested that. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, yeah. if that yeah. people have suggested, it might be a good thing for you. I know. I just, my mom's the total opposite. She stays up all night and she don't get up till three or four in the afternoon. She's like the complete opposite of me. Wow. So sometimes we're texting. I'm going to bed. She goes, I'm getting up. I'm going to bed. Good night. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Michelle, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking your time with ATV Talk. And well, well, go ahead. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. And I can't wait to, you know, catch up with you later and let you know how things are going. Well, I want to know how the mayoral, the, being becoming the mayor uh, of your local town becomes, you know, because then you can carry that on to the, to the racetrack and, and, and really be the mayor. Oh yeah, I'm on a uh, Deja Vu racing this year. He uh, makes gear, so he's gonna have a tent. So Deja Vu will be put out there a lot because uh, I'll be I'll be meeting and greeting everybody. At the tent. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for taking the time with us. I know that uh, we keep you up every time that we talk to you. And, hey, and I, I appreciate. I don't it. mind. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I just take a little nap and. Like I said, I, I set my alarm to make sure I wake up because I stayed up later tonight. <laughs> Thank you so much. And have a great day. We will be, we will be in touch. And Definitely. I'm going to need some information here for you. So uh, yeah. I'll, I'll get that from you here directly. Again, thank you so much for coming on ATV. And, uh, and actually, there's, um, gosh, I, 
I'll have to get the name of the calendar. I got offered to be in a calendar for 2022. A girl that's promoting motocross and uh, all types of like TT. She does TT. Um, I'll have to get a hold of her and let you know. But uh, yeah, she's trying to promote it out there with the calendar. Excellent. I, I think that's a great thing. You yeah. Know, please let me know so that I can yeah. reach out to her and, and, yeah. and possibly talk. Yeah. To her. Yeah. Like I tried it, but it just got too expensive. The prices kept going up and I did, I had three posters out trying to promote women's racing and sponsors. And, uh, you know, we need that back. It's, we need it back. Bad. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Again, you have a great night and, uh, you too. And I, and I will uh, talk to you soon and I'm going to need some information from you. So I'll be in touch. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Have a, have good, a good night. The team here at ATV talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATV talk podcast.com. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industries building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.